When you tell people that you are homeschooling your children, nine times out of 10, you'll get the question, what about socialization? There's this idea that if children don't go to school, they won't be able to interact with other people, with the world at large, when they get older. In other words, that their character has been negatively impacted. When it comes to cultivating good character in your children, which is better, mainstream schooling or homeschooling? There are pros and cons to both options. And in today's episode, I wanna discuss those and talk about why character is so important and why you really need to be thinking about it when it comes to the education of your child. This is episode number 75 of the Raising Mums podcast. Welcome to Raising Mums, a live weekly broadcast streaming on Facebook and Instagram that inspires mums to live with purpose and intention, to raise their children mindfully, and empowers mothers everywhere to own their lives and thrive doing it. I think we can all agree that good character is important. We all want our children to develop good character, to be good citizens, to be truthful, to care for others, to be upright and virtuous and honourable and all good things. But how much does their education reflect that? And more specifically, how much does the environment around your child nurture that kind of development in them? Or are they in an environment that constantly threatens their morals. My hope today in this podcast is to try and be as balanced as possible and get you thinking about these questions, about whether or not your children's character is being nurtured by the environment around them. If I say anything negative about the school system, please let me make it clear that this is not an attack on teachers or anyone who works within schools. This is more a critique of the school system at large. At the end of the day, we're all on the same side. Homeschooler, teacher, anyone within the education system, we are all serving the same people. We are all serving the children. And so that is what this is about today, is how we can better serve the children in our care. So many of us are really up to speed with what our children need to know academically, what grades they need to get to get to a certain college or university, what they need to learn at the end of the year to pass their exams. We pay really close attention to whether they're hitting certain milestones. Can they read at a certain age, write, do their multiplication tables, whatever it might be. But how much attention are we paying to their character? Their academic progress will help them in this world, inshallah. But what will really help them in the world to come is cultivation of good character. The Prophet, peace be upon him, the best of creation, the one who is closest to Allah, the one who is here to guide us at the end of time to be the best we can be, taught us that righteousness is good character, that you will not enter paradise if you have even the seed of arrogance in your heart, and that a person doesn't really have the reality of faith 
until he loves for people what he loves for himself. And I will leave all the references to these hadith in the show notes. So if you want your children, and I know you do want your children, to go to Jannah, Jannah til Firdos, then it is the cultivation of good character that will help them to get there. And that is perhaps one of the most important things we need to think about when it comes to their education. Are we raising children who will go out into the world as upright, moral human beings without that arrogance in their heart, who do truly want for other people what they want for themselves? Or are we putting them in an environment that has the opposite effect? And in this episode, I want to focus on the character trait of being honest and the vice of lying. But before we get into that, let's pause for a quick ad break. Have you decided you'd like to start homeschooling your children, but you are uncertain how to start? Instead of going to Google or Facebook to look for all the answers, head over to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash ebook, where you can get your hands on a free copy of my ebook, Home Education, What You Need to Know to Get Started. This simple beginner's guide will walk you through all those areas that are preventing you from starting your homeschooling journey. This includes questions about how to deal with local authorities, questions about curriculum, how to meet other homeschooling families, what exams do your children need to take, and what about homeschooling children of multiple ages and juggling work at the same time. If any of that sounds interesting to you, then head over to ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash ebook to get your free copy of your ebook today, ourmuslimhomeschool.com forward slash ebook. I remember my experience at school. Uh, this was particularly at secondary school, but I think the seeds were planted in primary school. I remember it was very common for people to lie when we would be preparing for an exam and you'd ask your friends, oh, have you done any revision? How many hours did you do last night to prepare? People would say that they did nothing, that they hadn't prepared at all, and then they'd come away with top marks in the class, purely to deceive everyone else and try and trick everyone else not to revise so that they could get the top mark. And this was, as they say, common practice. Soon everyone was saying that they'd done nothing and we had no idea how much everyone had done. <laughs> it was completely normal in the school I went to for people to lie. Because when you put all the focus of an education, of your child's school life, on their tests, on their end of year assessment, or whatever exams it might be, when all the pressure is on that result, it does not bring out the best. It wouldn't bring out the best in any of us. And so then you find children then lying, being deceitful to the people around them, cheating in their tests, because there is no room in the school system to be anything other than a top student, somebody who gets those top marks. Not only do your exam results and your grade depend upon that exam, but your very identity becomes 
dependent upon it. Because the kids who don't get those high marks, well, they feel like something's wrong with them. Those kids who don't get, you know, A's and B's, well, they feel like they're stupid. They feel like they don't have a place in this world, like they're failures. Imagine feeling like a failure, 10, 12 years old. There is so much that depends on their academic grade that it leads these young kids to do things that maybe their parents wouldn't be proud of. Things that they're not proud of either. But when you're at home and you're home educating your children, you can give them a much more holistic look on education. It's not all about the grade. It's not, I mean, you may not even grade your kids' work. It's not about the exam results. There's so much more in this world that matters. Yes, we want you to do well in your exams, but not at the cost of your character. It's not about lying or cheating to get a good grade. We would much rather you were honest and got a C than cheated to get the A. But that is not the environment that school creates. Of course, teachers don't want the students to cheat. And not every child is going to cheat or lie and be dishonest. Of course not. But it's just so much harder for those children in that environment. The environment where... But there is so much emphasis on meeting certain targets. That is the priority at the cost of character. Looking back at my own time at school, there was no sense of, of guarding your tongue, of being mindful about what you said. It was all about saving face. It was all about looking a certain way in front of other people. There was no regard for God. And I mean, I don't know, I don't have personal experience now of what goes on in schools, but I imagine it can't be that different to my experience either. I'll never forget this time at school where I had to take the day off because I was just completely overwhelmed with coursework. I can't remember if it was my GCSE or my A-level coursework. I had so much to do and despite working very hard, I just could not keep up with it. So my dad said, yeah, just take the day off and catch up and then, you know, you can go back to school the next day. So I took that day off. And then when my teacher asked me where I was, where I'd been yesterday, I said, I took the day off to catch up on my coursework. The next thing I know, I'm being called into the deputy head's office <laughs> to discuss it. And we had a discussion about it and it was it all ended fine. But at the end of it, I said to him, so it would have been better off if I just lied and just said I was sick. And he said, yes, that would have been simpler. I mean, come on. <laughs> I need say no more. <laughs> when the person in authority tells you it would have been better if you had lied. Now, of course, this was just one teacher. And I think a lot of people, a lot of teachers would be shocked by that. But this is what happens. This is what happens in the school system where people are put into positions of leadership not based upon their character but based upon other parameters and the trouble here is of course not necessarily that children are lying especially if they're younger you know they're not accountable for it but it's what it's teaching them for it's what's becoming normal for them as they grow up so the question you have to ask yourself is if your children are in an environment where lying 
is considered normal, in some cases even recommended, then are you setting your child up to be an honest person or not? And then, of course, there's the problem of children leading these double lives. At home, they have these virtuous, righteous parents who expect them not to lie, who expect them to be upright and honest and all the good things. And then when they go to school, they're expected to be the opposite. They can't be upright and honest because that doesn't go down too well. That's double life. That is so hard on a child's identity. It's so hard for us as adults as well. Now, of course, you know, at home, this could happen as well. You could inadvertently be teaching your children to lie without realising it. Like that time you told your daughter, oh, don't mention to your auntie that you're being homeschooled. Just tell her you're on school holidays. Or just tell that lady at the cash register you're on, uh, you're sick from school today. Don't mention homeschooling. Or those other little white lies that you have your children tell to save face. So these, these problems can happen in the home as well. But the thing that I want to draw attention to here is, where do you have more control in the cultivation of your child's character? Is it in school or is it at home? If your child suddenly starts to lie a lot or you can see envy brewing in their heart or some other vice that you're just not happy about, then when they're at home with you, you can take steps. You can gently guide them away from that and encourage them to good because you're with them all day. You can see that that is happening. If they're at school, it's much harder. It's not impossible. I know some lovely children who go to school, but it is harder if they go to school because you don't have that same time with them every day. And it's harder for the child as well. Again, leading this double life. And if they're at school for, you know, from nine till four every day, it's quite likely that you might not even pick up on these bad traits that are brewing in their hearts until they've become much more ingrained. But if they're at home with you, it's easier to see. Now, of course, at school, they do do what they can to encourage good character. You might have an assembly, you know, once a term about bullying. They might once a month do something about, I don't know, uh, lying or cheating or something. They try to bring it in. But the problem there is their priority is very different to yours. Their priority in a school is to meet certain targets. For the children in their care to pass certain exams, to reach a certain ranking, they, those are the priority of the school administration. And character comes further down the list. Of course, there will be individual teachers who really want their children to be good citizens and develop a good character. And no doubt, those teachers will take extra steps with the classes that they teach. But it is very much up to the individual teacher. But when you're at home, for the vast majority of us, our priority is character. And think now, you know, if your children are in school, is that environment really cultivating their character in the best of ways? If it's not, what can you do about it? If you can't pull them out of school, then perhaps thinking, think about 
getting them involved in activities outside of school with people who are really upright and righteous, make that their new normal. And if you are homeschooling your children, have a look very carefully at what you're saying to your children and think very wisely. And I'm telling myself this as well. Think very carefully about what you say to them, what you ask them to tell other people. Are you really encouraging them to be honest and truthful? Or are you encouraging the odd little white lie? (laughs) So before we wrap up for today, I want to read a few reviews that were left on my Facebook page. If you do use Facebook, you can find me at Our Muslim Homeschool. Zamida says, So, so true. Mashallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant Dr. Gemma and her team the best of both worlds. Ameen. When I have doubtful days, I look for podcasts to help me regain my thoughts and always go back to why I choose to homeschool. Wafa also said, I feel good about myself as a mother when I listen to you and excited to be better. You inspire me. I ask God to bless you and your family. Both of those are so beautiful. Thank you both so much for leaving those reviews on my Facebook page. And while you are here listening to this podcast, make sure you head over to whichever podcast provider you use and give the Raising Mums podcast a five-star review. Even better, leave a little written review telling other mums why they should listen too. Before we end, you know, I just want to ask for your forgiveness. If I have offended you in any way, please forgive me. These are just my opinions that I want to share with the world to get you thinking, to spark conversations. Of course, there are exceptions to every rule and I can only speak from my own experience. Um, It might be very different for you. It might be very different if you live in another country. But this is what I see to be true. And one of the main reasons why we chose to home educate the children is for this very reason because we prioritise their character and the development of their character. So my dear sisters, you know, whether you have made the decision to homeschool your children or you have made the decision to put your children in school and you decided for whatever reason that that is what you needed to do, then I hope that this episode has just helped to bring an awareness to this issue that is very rarely spoken about. This is a really important part of your child's education, of their upbringing, and I hope that it's got you thinking about how you can cultivate an environment for your child that encourages good character and encourages them to be truthful and honest. So if you are interested in home educating your children, or you are already in that process and would like more support, Launch Your Homeschool is opening up enrollment once again this July. So make sure you get your name on the waiting list. I will put the link in the show notes. It is launchyourhomeschool.com. Pop your name on the waiting list so you don't miss when the doors open and you don't miss any early bird bonuses. Well, thank you so much for joining me here today. And uh, I hope you have a beautiful week. Assalamu alaikum.